What is up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Beating B&G Podcast, episode 112. And before we get too deep into this episode, before I get into the nitty-gritty of this episode, because boy, do I have some news for you. If you're checking us out on YouTube, be sure to comment, be sure to like, and most importantly, be sure to subscribe. We're on our way to 2,000 subscribers. Hey, guys, let's see if I can hit 2,000 subscribers by the NFL Draft. So you know I'm going to be pushing out the content, but I need you guys to go ahead and hit that subscribe button. But to give you a timestamp, as I do for all of my episodes, today is Sunday. It's Sunday, February the 4th, and it's about 9.30 p.m., and the Washington Commanders just dropped a fucking bomb on the fucking timeline, and they've set the NFL community and the NFL circles ablaze for the second time this week, and they have hired former Arizona Cardinal head coach um, Cliff Kingsbury to be their offensive coordinator to lead the helm of their offense for 2024 and for the so forth or for the foregone future. Um, we haven't gotten any contract um, terms or we haven't even gotten any contract details yet. So I don't know how long he'll be at the helm. And if we our offense is too successful or uh, if they are pretty much successful and he turns this offense around, we know how the NFL goes. We know that he'll be plucked up by another team to be their head coach because that's just the state of the NFL. Um, the fresh young offensive mind um, gets plucked up. And I think that if he's able to, you know, re rehabilitate his image with Washington, I don't think that he'll be a bad coaching candidate um, at all. Uh, let me give you some of, you know, Cliff Kingsbury biography and why am I a huge fan of this hire and why this hire makes me like the Dan Quinn hire just a little bit more. I know we were on here ranting a couple of days ago, but just as much as I dislike the Dan Quinn hire, matter of fact, no, I like the Cliff Kingsbury hire more than I dislike the Dan Quinn hire. So as far as, you know, if we're on a grading scale and things like that, as far as with the Adam Peters hire, the hire of Dan Quinn, and the Cliff Kingsbury hire, I give the regime about a B-plus right now, just in my mind. But who am I? You guys call me Armchair GM. And like I tell you guys all the time, I'm just a YouTuber. But let me tell you why I'm a big fan of this Cliff Kingsbury hire and why you guys are probably a little confused at why I'm such elated by, or why I'm so happy and elated by this move. Um... Because I was just on here a couple of days ago talking about retreads. And while I don't want any retreads, retread, Dan Quinn's retread, Raw Rivera Jr. and things of that nature. And, you know, Cliff Kingsbury, by the definition or by the book definition, I guess he would technically be a retread. But he's not going um, from a head coaching position to a parallel head coaching position. He's actually taking a demotion. Um, or it might be a promotion because he served as a USC quarterbacks coach. And we're going to be touching on that later in this episode. Uh, but as he served as the Arizona Cardinals head coach from 2019 to 2022, he called all the offensive plays. And he was the leader of all 53 men on that roster, right? And here are some of his rankings of his offense. In 2019, when he first started to implement that air raid offense that he had made so popular again in the NFL, something that we hadn't really seen um in, in recent times, we're starting to see it a lot now. Uh, but, you know, that air raid, that Don Coriel-type uh, offense, uh, where they're going bombs over Baghdad. You know our favorite saying. They're going bombs over Baghdad. A lot of five wide out, empty um, wide sets. A lot of four wide sets and things of that nature. 
Um, he brought a lot of that to the NFL in 2019. And, you know, he ranked 21st in yards in 2019 and 16th in points per game. In 2020, he ranked 16th in yards, excuse me, and he ranked 13th in points per game. In 2021, he ranked 7th in yards, 4th in points per game. And in 2022, we ain't going to talk about that too much because it all went downhill. And his both yardage ranks and his points per game ranks went kind of downhill. But we're going to touch on why, you know, Cliff Kingsbury got fired um, and what I think that he can bring to the commander's um, offense, especially in this offensive coordinator role. Um, and the reason that I um, love this move, guys, is that, like I told you in my Dan Quinn episode, I didn't like the Dan Quinn move as such because it seems like we were getting away from what the NFL is leaning towards, and that's young and innovative. And offensive. I didn't even necessarily want uh, have a preference of offensive or defensive for the head coach. But, you know, the NFL is leaning towards, you know, the young offensive-minded head coaches and things of that nature. And that Dan Quinn hire um, did everything um, to, you know, cancel out those notions. Um, but with this move, you know, we get a young, innovative guy. I don't know how old Cliff Kingsbury is. I think he might be in his late 30s or early 40s. Um, but one thing that he is is innovative. Like I said, he's bringing this air raid system that he brought to the NFL in 2019. As you see, college concepts start to introduce themselves in the NFL more and more. NFL is more... The NFL is more so like college football, more so than it's ever been in its eternity of the sport. The NFL is more like college football than it has ever been, and that's because everybody's taught um, the, 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 the hot thing now is having everybody in space, spreading everybody out, um, you know, running on the outside, you know, having an athletic quarterback that can make off-platform throws, that can be a, a threat in the, in the duel, in the run game, in the passing game, a duel threat type of quarterback um they look for guys that you know have a baseball type of background and that leads me into my next point and it's that cliff kingsbury clearly has a type cliff kingsbury clearly has a type if you look at some of the quarterbacks that he's worked with he's worked with patrick mahomes at texas tech in college he worked with baker bayfield in college he worked with johnny manzel in college and then he worked with kyler uh kyler murray in the nfl and what does this um what does this tell you this tells you that he works with quarterbacks that aren't the biggest of statures. They're athletic. They're mobile enough to make a play off-platform, outside of the pocket. They're not necessarily scramblers, but they're athletic-type, dual-threat-type QBs who we give these dual-threat-type labels in the NFL today. And outside of Patrick Mahomes, they're very tiny, tiny in stature, right? They have average height at best. And I'll be remiss to say which NFL draft prospect that perfectly fits the profile of. And you see the jersey that we have on. Washington, D.C. is very own. USC is very own. Oklahoma is very own. And Cliff Kingsbury is very own. Cliff Kingsbury is very young, being that Cliff Kingsbury was Caleb Williams' um, quarterback coach at UFC, USC for this past 2023 season. All the more reason why I've been telling y'all for months on end that we've been getting Caleb Williams. And this just adds more legs to the story. Because let me point out something. This was something that I, I've been, you know, thinking about all day when the news was coming out that, you know, Cliff Kingsbury was one of the leading candidates for the Washington Commander job after he had actually withdrew uh, from being hired. The Oakland Raiders were actually ready to hire him. He backed out of that deal. And something that I wanted to, you know, put on you guys' mind in Washington Commander's community and things of that nature is that we got to remember 
Cliff Kingsbury withdrew from a drop, right? And for him to do that, he had to be told something from the Washington Commanders brass, from the Caleb Williams brass, from somebody, from those involving parties, for him to make this move. Something had to be told to him. He had a job. He had a job, and then he withdrew from that job. Nobody in their right mind does that unless they know something. Unless they know the grass is green on the other side, to be honest. Unless they know the grass is green on the other side. So I don't know if it was somebody from the Josh Harris, the Adam Peters cap, that dropped the tip or dropped a little birdie in Adam Peters. Uh, I mean, not in Adam Peters. In Cliff Kingsbury's um, air. I don't know if it was somebody from the Caleb Williams camp that dropped a little birdie in Adam uh, in Cliff Kingsbury air. But somebody dropped a little birdie in that motherfucker. Somebody did it. Somebody did it. And guess what? I thank them for doing that. How long have I been telling y'all that Caleb Williams is going to be a commander? Do you believe me now? Do you believe me now? And just looking at it outside of the Caleb Williams factor, um, I think that this is a positive move for the Washington Commanders as a whole. Um, I know some of you guys are going to look at Kiff Kingsbury like, oh, another Phil Hill coach. Kind of like how I looked at the Dan Quinn hire, and I perfectly understand it. But what I was mentioning when I talked about Dan Quinn in his episode is that he's he, he Dan Quinn is the leader of all 53 men. Cliff Kingsbury just got to worry about his offensive side of the ball. And he's an offensive wizard. If you ask anybody in the NFL circles, in the college community, Cliff Kingsbury, one thing he does know about football is the offensive side of the ball. And he's somebody that is willing to adjust. If I can remember in 2019, if you guys are real football fans, if you guys can remember, in 2019, Cliff Kingsbury was running five wide out. And we were looking at that offense like, what the fuck is this? And we didn't think that he was going to survive. So for him to climb up to the ranks to be seventh in, in yards in 2021 and fourth in points, that showed that he was willing to adjust. That showed that he was willing to switch up his philosophy to adapt to the NFL. And now he don't have to worry about that fucking defensive side of the ball or special teams. He can solely make his commitment on the offense, whether it be Caleb Williams or not. I, I love this hire. I love this hire. You're putting an offensive whiz kid. You're putting an offensive guru. With, does this focus solely on offense? Good things are bound to happen. Great things are bound to happen. Go look at the tweet from, I think, 2015. Um, I was watching it. I forgot who from the Washington Commanders. I'm sorry for not giving you the proper credit. Somebody pulled up the 2015 tweet from Breacher Report when they said that Dan Quinn and the Atlanta Falcons had hired Kyle Shanahan. And I was going through some of those comments. And they were fucking berating the Atlanta Falcons and Dan Quinn. For the Kyle Shanahan uh, hire. And we have to remember that Kyle Shanahan was coming off of that failed experiment with the Cleveland Browns. And everybody's like, oh, this is nepotism in the NFL. What the fuck? And little did they know that they were talking about probably the best offensive mind in the NFL in recent memory. Since the 2010s. Little did they fucking know. And I see a lot of people, or a few people, because the news just dropped a couple of minutes ago, that they, they're a little upset with this hire. Like I said, looking at it at the aspects of, you know, you're bringing in another failed coach. Well, don't be those guys that shitted on that Kyle Shanahan move. That's all I'm going to say. Don't be those guys. Because if you look nine years later, Kyle Shanahan has been to, what, three, three Super Bowls with a chance to win his first one. Two as a head coach. 
because he had a chance to rehab his image under Dan Quinn. And that's what I said at the beginning of this episode. This hire makes me love the Dan Quinn hire a little bit more. And no, I don't want to be that flip-floppy, wish-washy fan. But one thing that I did here, I mean, I mentioned it in my last episode is as a positive uh, or pro for, you know, bringing in a guy like Dan Quinn is that he's going to make elite hires on his coaching staff. Something like Mike Shanahan did in the 2010s when we had that elite you know, coaching staff that you see the graphic on every fucking Sunday with Mike Mike McDaniel, Matt LaFleur, Kyle Shanahan, you name it, Sean McVay. I think Dan Quinn has some of those capabilities because if you look at his staff that he accumulated in Atlanta, it had the likes of Kyle Shanahan. It had the likes of Raheem Morris, two future head coaches, uh, amongst m- many others. Amongst many others that have had success in the NFL since they have left Atlanta. And then... For Cliff Kingsbury to be his first hire, I think that he might be on his Atlanta Falcons Super Bowl run right now. And if he's in his bag like that, and if he's learned from his mistakes, like Logan Paulson told us, I'll be the first to eat crow. I'll be the first to eat crow. Because like I said, Cliff Kingsbury is looking to rehab his image. So guess what? He's going to put his best foot forward. I know we said that same thing with Eric Bieniemy, and I don't know what the... And he proceeded to let... Sam Howell dropped back 77 times a game. But just using King logic, I don't know what the fuck with that. Last year, we're going to leave last year. In the last, last year, we're going to leave Eric B. Enemy where Eric B. Enemy needs to be left at. Sorry for all you EB e. truthers. But now he's finally, we know for a fact that he's finally out of there. Thank God. Thank, thank the Lord. King Logic tells you if you're looking for a guy that's looking to rehab his his image, that's looking to you know promote himself in the NFL to potentially be a head coach, he's going to take he's going to put everything he got into this fucking role. He's going to put everything he got into this fucking role to go along with his IQ and his smarts that he just has all for the offensive side of the ball. Where Cliff Kingsbury fell short in Arizona is that he neglected the offensive line position, something that I don't think Adam Peters is going to allow him to do with the commanders. And he coddled and baby Kyler Murray. And he coddled and baby Kyler Murray. But guess what? He was allowed to do that as the head coach. And I know he's going to be coming to a very parallel situation if we do draft the legend, Washington, D.C.'s own Caleb Williams. I know he's going to be coming in a very similar situation. But the one big difference is that he will not be calling all the shots. He will not be calling all the shots. He's not the head man in charge. Dan Quinn ain't even the head man in charge. That's Adam Peters. So he won't be allowed to enable and baby Kyler Murray like he did in 2022. Because he was the head decision maker for the Arizona Cardinals. You know, their GM situation is always going through some bullshit. Their owner, not as bad as Dan Snyder, but he ain't the best. So Cliff Kingsbury was making a lot of the football decisions in Arizona. And I think that's that's where, you know, his tenure ultimately fell. And he's not going to have that in Washington. I heard that's what Dan Quinn's tenure ultimately filled in Atlanta. Guess what? He's not going to have that in Washington. That's what made me like these hires a little bit more. So if you pair one of the best football minds that everybody has been telling you is one of the best football minds that's been around all winners and Adam Peters, you know his background, New England Patriots, Denver Broncos, San Francisco 49ers. If you pair him with a culture setter like Dan Quinn 
and then start pair, pairing him with innovative X and his O's guys like Cliff Kingsbury, I think that this might be a dream team coaching staff possibly putting being put uh, together. And no, I don't think that, you know, Dan, I still don't think that Dan Quinn was a knockout hire. But if you don't, if you hire a Ben Johnson, guess what? You don't get a Cliff Kingsbury. So I got to take, I got to take each hire for what it's worth, right? I got to take each hire for what it's worth. And I know some of you guys are like, Jalen, guess what? That's why you need to take a step back, let everything play out. Well, guess what? YouTube ain't paying me to let everything play out. They paying me to drop these videos daily, damn near. So guess what? I'm going to drop these opinions daily, damn near. And my opinion can it change as these results change. So when Dan Quinn was the holy, so hired, I did not like the Dan Quinn move as an individual entity. Paired with the Cliff Kingsbury hire, I like these moves a little bit more. Oh, well, fucking shoot me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I changed my mind when the daddy changed. But I'm excited for this, man. I'm excited for this hire. As I told you, not only because it's giving us a young, innovative mind on the offense, uh, it gives us a guy that's hungry, ready to rehab his image in the NFL, but it also gives us a guy that was in the building with Caleb Williams every fucking day last year. And all this does is gives us more legs and validates what I've been telling y'all for months now that we're drafting Caleb Williams. So all you Drake May Hivers, all you Jaden Daniel Hivers, boo-hoo, cry me a fucking river. Because guess what? We about to go trade up and get our guy. We about to go trade up and get our guy. And lastly, but not leastly, certainly not leastly, because this is something that I just want you guys to pay attention to. Because I know nobody else on YouTube, nobody else in the Washington Commanders community, Twitter, social media, nobody else has touched on this. But I think it was Chad Forbes. Um, and if I'm inaccurately crediting you, I apologize. If I'm not giving the right person proper credit, I apologize. I think it was Chad Forbes that said that on the day that we traded Chase Young to the Arizona, I mean to the San Francisco 49ers, I think it was Chad Forbes that said, oh, what, what an amazing job for Josh Harris to work out a sweetheart deal with his future GM, Adam Peters, right? Guess what? Adam Peters became the Washington Commanders GM, right? On that very same day, Josh Harris, whoever else made that decision to trade Montez Sweat to the Chicago Bears, right? Let me get my theories together, right? Let me get my shit together. Let me get shit. Let me bring that all the way back. Let me bring that all the way back. So, Adam Peters, you know, Chad Forbes said Adam Peters, future GM for Washington, the day that Trace Young was traded to the 49ers. Adam Peters ended up beat up uh Adam Peters ended up being our GM. Well, guess what? On that same day, we traded Montez Sweat to the Chicago Bears, right? The Chicago Bears have the number one pick. So who knows if we were just, you know, making a preemptive handshake deal for the Chicago Bears to not only get our second pick, but to get our maybe our maybe our first round pick next year, but then they get their top of the second round pick back. Who knows if we haven't already made that sweetheart deal and it falls in a line with everything that Chad Forbes has dropped and everything that you know, we have seen um, throughout the last couple of months. So I think that the Caleb Williams, the D.C. news has grown even larger. Let me know what you think. Let me know how you feel about this move. And, yeah, 
That'll do it for this episode of the B2B and G podcast. As always, if you haven't yet, please sign up to be a member of the Bleeding B&G Mafia. Go ahead and hit that hit that membership button below. I got a lot of Washington Commanders merch that I'm looking to get rid of and give off uh, throughout the offseason. And if you aren't checking us out on social medias, if you aren't checking us out on X, go ahead and check us out at Bleeding B&G, B-L-E-E-D-I-N, B-N-G. Go ahead and check out our Instagram. That one's spelling a tad bit different. That one is at Bleeding B-N-G, B-L-E-E-D-I-N-G. BNG. Um, if you're checking us out on audio-only platforms like Spotify, like Apple Podcasts, um, go ahead, leave a rating, leave a review. That's how we finesse these algorithms so that when you're searching anything Washington Commanders, Bleeding BNG is that number one content hub that comes up on your search engine. But yeah, we got a lot of content coming out, um, especially now that I know. Let me, let me not hype it up. Let me not talk in hyperbole. Especially now that I really think that Caleb Williams is coming to D.C. Uh, we might have some Caleb Williams film study to drop. But make sure you're paying attention to this page. Make sure you tapped in because you know we coming with the greatest, the latest, and the most raw, uncut, and unfiltered analysis over here in Bleeding B&G. Ain't that what y'all come for? I'll check in on you guys later. Peace.